you guys uh this we did a remote viewing class um and we just sort of finished it um just we did the base the the 101 thing um and it's we did it on udemy with a with a program called remote viewing basics turn intuition into super psychic a beginner's course for anyone who has not learned remote viewing and this is by stacy talich challenge it's t-a-l-l-i-t-s-c-h i don't know how you say that but anyway talish wish i'd go with that yeah he'll be in the notes it'll be in the notes so I'll put it in there okay so let me get my notes out here like what do, what'd you what'd you think well um i really liked this course i have to say in the end i liked it through and through first of all there was a, an introduction which gave a little history about remote viewing um which we don't need to like get too too much into because he does a great job of talking about how the military uses it how it got started how different how uh different countries use it and why it got defunded in the united states but you we and i both talked about yeah, yeah we're like yeah it got defunded it sure. got defunded publicly anyway we we think that this program is still happening because it seems like it was extremely successful and in fact one of the things that i really liked about that introduction was that China is um, um, help is teaching their children how to do this. So this is amazing because they're teaching their children to become psychic and yeah, super psychic and remote viewers, which is totally important. I think that that's something that we need to all be doing with our children and our generations. And um, I'd like to get my son started on it. So it's I, I feel like it's a skill, a future skill that we need to have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he talked about how like Project Scar Stargate is what started this, and they have all these other projects like Project Star or Suntrack and and Dragon Absorb and right. It changed Flavor. the name. Like, over like the go years. through all that stuff, which is like you know whatever cool. But um, yeah, so the government um did it. They he talks about how like I liked this one was cool. Mines are like parachutes; they only work when open. <laughs> um, yep. And then uh, when you're remote viewing, you're not allowed to think in remote viewing. You're just allowed to perceive and record and then anything in the universe can gleam info of in any time so I guess you can remote view the past or the future and you can remote view like any location on the planet or off the planet apparently so exactly. okay this is the thing I had a little bit hard time with with the remote viewing is is like they give you coordinates they give you like eight numbers like they give you four numbers four numbers and you you just have to like have no distractions around you you can't have any jewelry no fans going no pets running around like you have to be like in a very distractionless room you put your your pin on a paper and then um and you just go and i i had a hard time like i feel like I was needing an initial connection or like an initial start button or something. I felt like, what? Okay, I got the coordinates and I gotta go. Okay, okay. So like that's where I'm, I I'm I was, but I was kind of scarily accurate, and then that made me depressed. And I'll explain why in a minute. But um, oh, uh, but a couple of other notes he goes into. Um, you know, he goes into the super psychic in China. He goes, there was another supplementary video all about like how, what, what is consciousness and how, you know, we're all like, what is time, all this stuff. It, it, it's, we've talked about this kind of stuff. It's like that men who stare at goats by CIA 
talks about that. It gives a lot of history about remote viewing, which is yes. cool and important. And I highly recommend you guys do it. It was like, what, $15? Is that how much we paid for this? $15, yeah. It's all like two and a half hours worth of content. Indigo really Swan is big in it. Um, like he was the father of remote viewing. Um, yeah, which and, he learned, um, which uh, Stacy learned directly from. Now, I believe he... No, he, he, he learned directly from a dude named uh, Ed Dames. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, and he, and uh, Major Ed Deem, Dames like had this uh, a home course that you could take. And I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he said you could still take it or not. It was like VHSs that you got. And then he also right. talked about like, there's this corporate pro profit which um, I'm not sure if um, Stacy actually runs that or if the major Dane does, but it's like some kind of way to like remote view for businesses and stuff. Yes. So that's, that's where this gets also kind of weird. Um, yeah, and he, he's, apparently he does that a little bit more in his second course, in his advanced course. He talks more about that. Yeah, which we, we should continue taking some of I these. I think things. so too. Yeah. Um, then they they talk about you know he goes into the holographic theory and Brian Green and black holes and like the theory of everything and then they there was a, a sub, some supplementary YouTube video did you watch that I did not no I don't I don't remember watching that that the first part of the content I I did weeks ago so I just did uh, but I don't remember doing that YouTube video now watching it yeah it's pretty good um, apparently everyone has this ability everybody's able to do this oh, it's yeah. not about like it's it's basically not about thinking it's just like like how would you explain it just getting your first impressions like down and then the most right. important thing they have is like these aols which is called your analytical overlay so and yeah. he was saying that even remote viewers have at least four or five of them and you should have like 20 and that means like if you if you if you if you if you're told the coordinates and it's like you have something very specific come up like boy on a boat or like right. you know, coca-cola or whatever like that's an analytical overlay like you have uh you've put that there you and you Your write that brain, on the side yeah well this is like a left brain right brain thing um but they're not coordinates really because we probably were thinking in terms of coordinates like a location on a map but they're target reference numbers so anything could have a reference number so what he did was choose pictures and gave it a target re reference number which is um eight digits and that is related to that picture and then, or is that picture? And then you have to write that down and then you do a quick drawing, an ideogram of that. And that's the zip file of what that, uh, of, that of that number, which is, which is the target number. And then you, you start the process. But your right brain is just getting the data really quickly. It's basically mm -hmm. like your, it's basically like your intuition, but not interpreted. It's the raw data. So that has everything. Yeah. It's just whatever is coming in. But usually it's adjectives. He talks a lot about like, you have to, you have to label textures, colors, smells, tastes, temperature, sounds. But once you start, like you said, getting like a boy on a boat, which happens, that is an AOL. And you have to write it out and like stop it immediately because your left brain is starting to do the creative part of it and being like, oh, I see uh, somebody at the Eiffel Tower and they're in love. And you're just making up a story. That's your creative brain. So you have to shut down your creative brain constantly and just get the raw data and put that, put the words down. And so like some of the notes I had taken about that is apparently there's 200 or 20 million bits of information a second that's taken into the 16 bits that we process within our brain. So wow. whatever that means that, that who knows if they actually know that, but like, that's what he said. <laughs> and then the, um, 
the matrix has you, it's like a, via, a remote viewing there, but the right side of the brain is great at receiving info and you have three seconds to get it down before the yeah. left side of the brain interprets it. So you just need data. The left brain, if it, if it thinks of anything substantial, then it's already, it's always wrong. Right. And then, um, so yeah, you have the analytical overlays, which you have to declare in AOL and drop your pin. So the other thing is that like during that three seconds, you don't pick up your pin. Your pin stays on the paper because the action of taking your pin away from the paper, like. Yeah, that I have to train myself better at because it's just like a natural thing that I take my pen away. But that's when you start thinking. Yeah. You can't think. And he says most remote viewers will have between 10 so to 20 keep AOLs your pen on the paper. per session. Until you get an AOL, then you drop it. He says remote viewing right. is hard work and it's a high level of concentration. So one, you do targeting, two, you do the session, three, you do the analysis. So the, the, the targeting is when you get the eight numbers and then the session is when you're actually draw like just computing the raw data. And then the th three is an analysis of it, which I had a hard time kind of doing that. And so like the do's are you have to have a quiet room you perceive and you record, you can't be hungry or have to go to the bathroom. You can't have anything else that you could take your sure. away. Yeah. And then it has to be a black pen. Yeah. Black pen for some reason, because he said the other colors are distracting. So are shiny things. Um, yeah. And he says, don't close your eyes. That invokes creative eyes. thoughts. You have to exactly. keep your eyes open when you're doing it. That was also hard for me. Yes, me too. The keeping your pen on the paper and no, not, not closing your eyes. That That's a training process for sure. Yes, this was interesting. Nouns are AOLs, analytical overlays, right. and descriptive, anything that's two descriptors is, is left brain compartment. So that's also, um, and colors sometimes come at three at a time. That was interesting. And you need four descriptors, like rings in the ear or whatever. Yes. Um, anything you can identify if you know what you're looking at is an AOL. So that yes. was really hard for me to get. Me too. That was the thing, because once I had this picture in my mind that my left brain created, I couldn't get it out of my mind, even when I dropped the pen and did the AOL. And in fact, one of the things he said was, put your pen in order to, to cut it off and to get that the raw data get going again, you can put your pen on the drawing of this ideogram that you make, which takes you less than two seconds to draw, which is supposedly the zip file of this reference number and then you can start tuning into that and getting the raw data again for that that picture that that target but I couldn't like at one point I just could not get this picture out of my head of what I thought it was right. and I was like I don't know it was like really I was fighting that, that happened to me it. on the third one and I was super wrong the first two I was kind of close and the third one I was super wrong um yeah, because I had this entire scene I just like knew what the picture was and it wasn't that at all but right. Um, yeah. He said, if you know what it is, you're wrong. Yeah. Which is super hard to, to do. I mean, and it kind of makes you go like, what's the point of that then? Like, I, I don't know, but um, okay. The first one, like the first sample one. Yeah. I only did the first three. So do you want to just talk about them? So this is going to be a spoiler alert because we're going to tell you what they are. So if you actually yeah. intend like on taking them. the class, like don't listen right. to this or like don't stop this. here. Yeah. Stop here. Definitely take the class. And um, what else did I want to say about that? Wait, there was something else. And oh, the, the, the other thing that I liked about it before we start talking about that is um, he gave homework that you should do for a month afterwards. Yeah. So because the question was like, well, what do you do now? Like, how do you do this on your own? And so you 
you make your own reference number and then he gives you a newspaper and he said you're going to be drawing like you're doing the front page of the newspaper like for 30 days yeah like so you're you're going to predict what's coming on the front end paper tomorrow yeah Um, which is super cool I don't even know why you would need reference numbers for that like you could just like you don't even need reference look couldn't you just be like okay I'm focusing on tomorrow's newspaper and go like, I don't know why the yeah, numbers are so important. That's, a, that's an interesting question. I wonder what he would have to say about that. I'm sure there's a reason. The other thing I liked about this is because like as creative minds or creative thinkers, we get into the whole creativity process of everything. But I like the fact that this was is something that can be used in a very military style. Like they're using it in the military or they yeah. have. And, it, and it's, it's no it's, special it's gift science. that anybody, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, more like a science, not, uh, yeah, anything else. So that's, not, yeah. yeah, not a woo woo, not you know, a kind of woo woo, but yeah. Um, right. Um, but yeah, so stop here. So let's go. Yeah, back stop here. here. Let's do it. Okay. So the first one, like, um, oh, that's the other thing is like, you have like X, A, B. So like you have, um, I just wrote this one. I didn't print anything out for the first one. I just did it on regular paper. But so, um, so the coordinates were like 0993. Like who cares what the coordinates were? But anyway, I, I, drew, I drew this for the first one, which was I saw water and then like something big and a little thing. And I, Me that, too. really? That's kind of like, did you have your, do you have your drawing? None of the first one because I have it in a different notebook. But and yeah. my AOLs, yeah, go get your go get your notebook so you could see it. Or I can't find it. Oh, okay, I All did right. this weeks ago. So but then remember, we have like I remember thinking what I knew what it was, but the drawing was right. And, and I wrote, right. I wrote blue in there in in the, my little thing for some reason, and then I wrote duck like my um my AOLs were duck grass water groups. So like I knew those weren't right, even though water was right. And then the reveal was it was an elephant in water with a man standing on top of the uh, of the elephant. And it, what was weird is that like that's sort of like the way the picture actually looked. And like I had water here, a little thing there, and almost like I didn't know what it was, but like it it could have been that's like very close to the shape of the elephant in a way. So I was kind of going like, oh, yeah, that's like. For me, and I even wrote right. blue and water, and I thought to myself, like, mm, I don't like yeah. how close that was because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and then, so you, so you did something similar for the first. I one? did something similar. My drawing was similar. I don't remember what my words were exactly, but there was definitely water in there. the The location on the drawing was the same. It was like to the left side, and the and I knew there was something big too. I thought it was. I thought it was a picture of um, two lounge chairs in front of a pool, like in front of a pool, like, and, and there was water and then there were some like trees in the background. But it turns out that the lounge chair was really the guy and the, and the elephant yeah, and the water, elephant, the yeah. water was right. And the location on the target on like the drawing was correct. Yeah. And, the, and the words were right. But again, I got stuck in this like scene that I had in my head that I couldn't get rid of. But I did, I did feel like it was pretty close, even though the final thing was wrong. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you're never supposed to have it completely correct, I guess, or. Right. And then also, so the X's, you were talking about the X's in the bracket and the AB. So the X is the main So it's it's just like deciding what's the, what was the primary like thing that was 
like the first, second, and third most important thing. You're prioritizing what was like the, the most prominent exactly. impression you had. Yeah, like what's, yeah, which which one is stands out for you? The X was like the, the main target in the picture, in the, in the site. So that's called the site, whatever the site is. Because what happens is when you tune in, let's say you're tuning in psychically or, or um, like you're, you're getting the data, you could be getting the data of a scene, but you're at the wrong location of a scene. So like, let's say you're trying to find a hidden treasure somewhere and, you st and, you're, and you're like, get along, get, get a beach picture or whatever. Then like, let's say you, um, you enter in and you're like north, but like you're in a completely different direction or you're outside of a building when you need to be inside of the building because you're looking for a lost person or something like that. Anyway, you're, you come into the scene and you don't really know what you're looking at, of course. So you have these different like XAB to show you like what the real target is. Cause like that's the site. Now what's the target in the site? And then you still have to like get it down closer and closer. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So then the second one, um, I did it on the piece of paper that they, yeah, yeah I printed the Me piece too. of paper. And then you also get a list of descriptor words to help you like identify. Some oh, I didn't, I didn't print things. mine out though, but yeah. Um, I, so the first, the, the second one, I, um, yeah, like this was my initial like little drawing. See, it was like a line, three things, a circle thing. I, I didn't know, like that's like, and I wrote, like that's what I had as my initial thing. And then, well, it ended up being a roller coaster. Oh, the roller coaster, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then what I thought was interesting, I wrote like rubber, green, fresh, oak, warm. I said it was big and it was outside and there was wind like that right. my yeah yeah and like and, and then like my aols were like good. a field a rope a ball a people and then when like then i had to do like the other sketch and my other sketch looked like this when i did more detail it was like that but oh. then the actual roller coaster scene looked closer to that like when the oh. when the reveal was like so i was kind of going like i mean i got like the building that had like this kind of thing on the side which was like there and then I had some weird, like curly, I don't know what the hell that thing I drew was, but that ended up being like, kind of like a roller coaster. So that was pretty close for me, I thought. Yeah, that is, that is, yeah. My, my roller coaster came more up, interestingly, in the, um, the ideogram. Can you see like, as oh, I- Oh yeah, yeah, it, you have a little twirl. Yeah, like it actually looked like the building in the background and the, um, yeah, and the loop. Well, anyway, the, the down part of the of the um, what were your like roller coaster? Words? I was way off. That one I just felt like was really not good. I feel like I was rushed, and um, they were. I have distinct like for for colors: gray, glow, gold, fluorescent, blue. Textures: dirty, gritty, velvet. Like I didn't. I just felt like I was all over the place there. Uncomfortable uh, aesthetic impact. I have uncomfortable. Well, which is like how does coaster, how does the so. site yeah exactly how does the site make you feel if you were physically there exactly yeah. i think that was right but i i didn't i don't know i don't think that that one was that great so the the next one the third one um i was really off on this one this one was like i was super off um i got one thing right on this but every like so i this was the one i couldn't get this image out of my head okay so i it ended up being I'll just say it ended up being Mount St. Helens. And I like I drew like a box and some little thing and like that. And I wrote silver and 
anyway, and then I, and then I said, textures were metal. I saw silver. I, and then I said, the smells like stale smoke, which that ended up being the one thing that, because it was the eruption of Mount oh, yeah, St. The smoke, so like definitely. there's that, you know, and then like, I was like, taste sour. I said it was cold and it sounded electric to me and it found, it felt confined and clinical. So like my AOLs were like door, office, plant, indoors. And then like, I, and then when I did the analytical sketch, I almost felt like, like, I felt like there was something to do with the boss. And like, I felt like it was definitely like a clinical indoor thing. And it wasn't, it was like, it, I said it was inside a building and it was, it was like a picture of Mount St. Helens, like erupting like that. So the only the thing picture I- picture was kind of right. Yeah, the only thing I, I got remotely, oh no, that wasn't me. This was like, I was like trying to, I was kind of showing what the actual picture looked like after it was revealed. Oh, okay, okay. So that I can like, remember. That looks good. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, it looks like one. Uh, yeah, that's like the actual thing was like that angle of Mount St. Helens erupting. So, oh, yeah. So how did you do on that one? That was the one that I couldn't get out of my mind that I felt like was Alcatraz. And I was so annoyed like I was at myself for not being able to get out of my my mind but I did have a lot of AOLs um and my smells were correct about Mount St. Helens because I feel like it was nasty putrid rancid and then I and I I felt like that 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 would be the smell of like an explosion from a mountain kind of like um like a sulfuric which I didn't have at that point but that's what I thought after um my words maybe I had like chirping high-pitched which I don't think high pitch was right, but I think chirping might've been like birds. Um, I did think there was water there and I saw movement like round fluid. I was trying to do that. But again, I thought there was water in the scene. Um, I had like thick, frosty, dry, I don't know, resin, like colors were like every color. Like I just was like pound out colors. And aesthetic impact, I put recreational and invigorating. Those were the only two things. Everything else, I just, I thought it was like a boat scene, like in my head. Um, my drawing was also like, not like, that was like my rudimentary drawing. I don't even think you could see it. I drew light, but like, it wasn't my final drawing. That was the stage three of the site. Oh, the freehand sketch, maybe that, no, that was just the freehand sketch. I still feel like you did better on that one than me though. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. but you know, I did that one right at 30 he said you can't do more than one every 30 minutes otherwise you're tainted from the one before it's like you have to give yourself a 30 minute break and I did I gave myself just a 30 minute break and then you know so I I do feel like okay so that the other I did watch that other video and it talks about the neuroplasticity and about how like we have empathy neurons and why we're so dependent on social validation and that self-observing changes the way our brain works. And so like, that's what this is. It's like, in a way it's like self-observing somehow. And then, and it, it was interesting. It's like, what are we from a scientific point of view? It's like a momentary expression of an ever-changing unity with no center. I was like, that's kind of clinical, but um, that's sort of like one of the things it was kind of trying to like show you like why remote viewing might work. And I feel like in a lot of ways, I was kind of like, it's weird that it works. It like, what does weird. that mean that remote viewing works? What does that really mean? Well, I feel like we're tuning, we're able 
able to tune in to the, I mean, to me, it goes back to the Akashic record, I guess, because maybe that's like everything that's happening, although I guess it's different than that. Um, what does it mean? I, I mean, I guess it means that we're not just a physical body picking up on our physical senses, that there's other senses if that, that, that we're just like antennas and that if we're able to separate the left brain from the right, then we do have access to everything and anything. Yeah, or it could mean that like, you know, I've had this, this, this like visualization in my head, a lot of like what consciousness would look like. And like, like, let's say consciousness. And it's so weird that this is the visualization that comes up, but I, I basically picture if like consciousness is like the, the space void or everything that is in existence, like, let's just draw this line. I feel like there's like this little apple and like, like we're all like, sorry, this is like a head, like we're all like, that's a really bad drawing, but like, we're all got a piece of, and like they're in, imagine a bunch of people like with, we all have like a bite of the con, like we're bite, we're like a tick biting a dog and the dog is consciousness. And so we all have it within ourselves, and we're sucking it out and we're, you can get, but so we don't have the entire dog in, in our mouths that we can't have the entire consciousness in, in one person's body at a time even though this is a really ugly uh, visualization and stuff, but it's just sort of how I've been thinking about it. But I, d I just feel like maybe there is some sort of these neural connectors that we can, we can get other information because we are connected Absolutely. to the everything. That's right. And, and really, even though we're only getting a bite of it, we actually have access to all of it. And we do, because if everything is just a fractal, then we do have access to all of it all the time. But whatever's coming through in our physical like existence we can only we can only funnel so much of it into our conscious brain um you know like i don't know what happens maybe when we're not in our physical bodies but anyway i don't think that we have access to everything even then but like still we we we, we do actually have access to everything but we're just funneling it or just able to get a piece of it even though it is everything i don't think that it's never not any, everything <sighs> yeah, but it's, um, it, it is interesting though. Like, like what's the point in remote viewing if you can't validate what you see though too? Cause like, I know some people use it to be like, oh, to see what's on the dark side of the moon or to see what's in inner earth or to see like, you oh, know, like these yeah, other, so you can't really validate it, but you're like, okay, that's cool. Like yeah, I could be like, yeah, man, there's like all kinds yeah, I of, saw it. I saw it with my remote viewing. Yeah. Like, well, with my remote viewing, which I'm so skilled, like, and like, I have like, like I have watched a bunch of YouTube videos where they have like remote, well, like expert remote viewer says the backside of the moon has these tunnels with this and this and this. And like, I do think there's stuff on the moon potentially or like it is a death star i think it's like a ship or something i'm not really sure what it is but it's something weird but i digress but like at the same time you can always hear people like trying to use remote viewing as like justification for something or yeah i don't even know if justification is the right word or or more like as um as information that's valid yeah and, yeah yeah you know, yeah Right. You know, and you're like, yeah, oh, but if there's okay. no proof of it, then there's still no proof of it. So we like your guess, what you say is as good as somebody else that has a different Yeah, because like the, the Mount St. Helens one, I thought I was in an office building with a box with a briefcase. Like that's the image that I kept on getting. So um, I don't know. Yeah, but he was saying that if you, 
that, that the problem with that is that we just have to get off of the AOLs and, and put them all as AOLs and then just go back to the words that we're getting or the initial kind of glimpses that we're getting and then and then put the picture together at the end and he said if we do it every day for 30 days that's true like we did three it. exercises that does not right. give us any kind of remote right. viewers but like if we if we did this if we did if we had a thousand underneath our belt maybe it would be different yeah I mean, but yeah, because people find missing people like, you know, detectives hire psychics all the time. Are this is this exactly what they're doing? Like, that's the other thing. I think yeah. there are people who are naturally psychic, right? Like a woman that I know that's a medium psychic, like she always gets things in metaphors. And so she knows what her metaphors are. And she'll just say um, what she's getting. Like I, I see uh, somebody, you know, holding up a phone and blah, blah, blah. And that to me, when I see that means this. So she kind of has her system that works for her. Now, she probably doesn't get into as much detail as a remote viewer possibly could because they're finding missing people type of thing, but there are psychics that are not using the same method that are doing it. What What do we define as psychic? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, like, and know. yeah, like what, it, like, so is, I, I feel like remote viewing helps with your predictability of everything. Well, like, okay. Yeah. So just a comment, I don't know if this is related because I do feel like my psychic skills are whatever that means, my intuition, my premonition, I don't know what exactly it is, but I do feel like I'm tuning in more and able to like know things, not exactly like before they happen, but just tuning into the larger consciousness. I feel like that's happening more and more and I'm aware of that. But an example, this like yesterday morning, I think it was, I had a, my glass of water, I had like a glass of water and a little, a little pitcher with a cover on, um, on my desk. And I got up in the morning and it was still dark. And I went over to drink the water that I had poured into it the night before. That was like half a cup, like half full. And I, um, or it was like less than that, but I knew there was like a little bit of water. And like, I just like was still in a dream state, pretty much like just woke up. And I was like, no, there's, there's, um, don't drink out of that. Cause there's like, there could be a bug in that. I mean, it's not unusual right. for where I live, but on the other hand, it's not something that I always think about. So I went to the bathroom to turn the bathroom light on and then left the light on so I could see. And there was a big beetle in my, in my water. Wow. And I just was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't huge. I was, ex it wasn't expecting that exactly. I, I've like, done something similar to that where like, I, I, I have a bathroom that's connected to my bedroom and, um, I usually don't even need the light if I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Cause like, like I know where the, I know where it's all at. I don't want to like wake up completely. I just have to go to the bathroom and go back to bed. And there's been a couple of times where, or, well, there was this one particular time where like, I just like had a sense like that something else was in the room and I turned on the light and there was a cockroach and, and like in the bathroom. So I was like, Oh, okay. Well, like I, maybe there's lots of cockroaches and I never see them because I always have the light off. But like, I, at the same time, I, I felt like yeah, something was true. in there and I turned it on and it was there, you know, it's like there there's, and there is like, yeah. I, I have a like third eye is very alive during that time. Yeah. That's going to probably open. be true for me. I also feel like I have a, I don't know what you call this. Maybe we, I think all humans have this, but I have, I have like kind of like a, okay decent um um ability or at least i think i do to tell if someone's lying to me or not mm -hmm. like i have kind of just like i can kind of um i can feel if a person 
like is okay in themselves or not. And I could kind of like, I, so I have, I have kind of decent discernment, I guess. And I don't know what you would call that. That's kind of intuition in a way. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I think it would be nice for me to develop that more, to understand what the indicators are, because sometimes I feel like I know that, but I don't really know how I know that. I just know that it's like, you know, there's, there, there, there's, um, para whatever that's called like when you're like clairaudient or clair um clairvoyant for example and that's like like claircognizant when you just like know something but how do you know that you know that like is there a tinge like is there like like hair staring up on your hand like on your body like what exactly is happening you know so that you can be more attuned to it when it does happen but like the thing about you with the cockroach and me with this bug is it was at nighttime or it was at a time when you were just waking up into like alert brain. So your alert brain was not fully active yet. And so you were still in this like in-between sleeping mode and not fully awake. I mean, you were awake, but- Maybe you're you're receiving versus receiving was, yeah. Yes, exactly. You're receiving a lot of information then, or you're just, your eye is open. Like your third eye is open and it's just Mm -hmm. very aware of what that is. Um, That's like, that's what I think is kind of happening. What was the other thing like that? I don't remember something about the third eye and intuition. I don't know. I I don't remember. Totally forgot. I mean, I feel like the government could not have developed this. Like Indigo Swan could not. I mean, like they. I feel like they have to be using like some sort of ancient technology and then just rebranding it and calling it remote viewing and doing all that. Like, I I don't know. Hmm, that's an interesting thought. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like used, but, but in this, but, uh, but on the other hand, we have, it's such a system of like writing and with these adjective descriptors that Mm -hmm. that's so like, how ancient was it? I mean, not that people didn't have writing. Well, uh, meaning at least meaning that like, I'm, I'm sure there was other people that knew that you only had three seconds of right brain before left brain came in and like, you know, how to tap in and out of what's what what's there versus what you what you're o- o- analytically overlaying versus what's perception right. versus you know i kind of feel like that had to have i mean that i don't know i feel like that's taken from yeah you have to yeah you would have to know that you'd have to like i think it just takes practice because if they're teaching their children if, you know chinese are teaching their children how to do this that i think there was a book that he referenced called like psychic children from China or something like that. It was like, yeah, super, that was the super psychics from China or something. super psychics from China. Exactly. China. Um, yeah. Like that. Yeah. So it's just like, they're just learning that. Like it's a, it's a skill that can be taught. So, okay, great. Then there it is. Okay. Um, yeah. And I actually, I'm kind of finding that with all psychic stuff is it's like, um, it's, it, I think that, um, you know, like there's so much stuff that's happening right now with uh, channelers and, um, right. you know, people tapping into their higher orders. selves, their inner yeah. selves, or they're like, they, they're getting downloads or they're getting like, uh, like the healing abilities or able to channel energies or like all this stuff that they're doing. And I'm kind of going like, I, I, is it just because we're getting more comfortable with all this and we're talking about it or is it, is like, are we really having some sort of slow awakening or is our DNA? I mean, like, I don't know. I think our DNA is being, I, I think our Upgrading. DNA is being activated. 
our crystalline DNA. That's what I really think because it's, it, it, we're getting back those skills that we had. They were kind of lost or at least latent and now they're just being reactivated. That's yeah. what I think because of the timing of the world. Maybe it's the stars, the planets, whatever it is. It's just, that's where we are at. And also the mass consciousness. So if you think about yeah, like, the whole, yeah, but also like there's the, um, the Mayan pyramid. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember if it was in Chichen. It's not Chichen. It's maybe Palenque. I don't remember exactly, but anyway, there's the multiple levels of this pyramid and the bottom one that took millions of years, billions of years, okay, there was the first, let's say the, the beginning of history, as we know it, the beginning of this universe, and then however long the dinosaurs lasted, okay, but let's say that period was an extremely long time, because yeah. like the next period, then let's say it went through, eventually there was like technologies, and the agricultural period, and like all these things that happened, all of the data, like everything was compiled from before that. So that they didn't have to learn anything from before that. They already yeah. had that information. It was already there. So we're, that is what 2012 was about. Like it's, we're at the top of that, which is the galactic, by the way, that's the galactic one. So before that was the technological one. And now we're at the galactic and that's exactly where we're heading right now. So we don't have to go through all of those things in history. Right. We have so access built upon it. giants. Like, exactly. Or, yeah. So then like we can, yeah, that's cool. So there's, yeah. Anyway, there's no, there's no time lapse of it. The other, the, oh, this, everything that we've been talking about, I've been thinking about like in the back of my mind of the video um, with the interview uh, of the doctor, I guess, who was sharing information about different studies at West Point and technology and war and medicine. And basically it's about like different technologies and where we're at like right now. Right, um, and how you can literally, but see, for me, that just makes that, that video just really like depressed is, me because I, I just feel like Blade Runner. I feel like we really are some sort of like AI programs. If our DNA can be programmed, like, well, I was wondering, DNA can definitely be programmed. We've already established yeah. that it's like, it's, it's an old it, memory. It has an old, yeah. And also it's just like a quartz crystal, right? So if we have this crystal idea, yeah, I don't know. I, I think all of that's pretty intense um it's it's like mind-blowing and i feel like it's definitely science fiction the fact that they, they can now erase and rewrite his uh memories um erasing memories is one thing but they're saying that they could actually put another person's memory into somebody else they could put false memories yeah. which i think they could do with hypnotism anyway like they've been doing that for a long time right like as you think like all of a sudden like you're afraid of chickens and you're on a stage <laughs> and everyone's laughing at you because you're afraid of chickens so like like that is psychology yeah. and that has been around for a long time, but they're doing it now. I don't know how they're doing it actually, to be honest with you, that part wasn't explained, but that is the thing that they're starting to do. And all, or doing large groups of people to have the same memory or whatever, or to, um, and they're, they're talking, they were talking about it in terms of war, which is really disturbing. Um, prisoners of war. And on the other hand, like helping people that were suffering from post-traumatic stress like how do they get rid of memories and is that even ethical and like how do they do that so that they can cope and so there was like some good to it but there was also a lot of scary stuff i'll link that too yeah yeah that needs that that should be watched um but my thought was like at what point does it become natural or is or like or are they inserting that through whatever dna work because they were talking he was also talking about targeting specific cells to specific pieces of DNA and like unstranding the the coil of the DNA and to be able to place information onto it or to 
change it at one level. I wasn't sure how they were doing that. Were they inserting something? Were they doing it from a distance? Like, yeah, the technology. See, that's, that's, that is interesting because from my understanding, like they keep on trying to chemically change things, which right, I, exactly. I feel like is in some sense, uh, like, um, you know, like there's nucleotides or whatever that is like there's, there's, there's ways in which they can put some sort of chemical solutions that will affect right. all the G's or the T's or the A's or the C's or whatever in your, in your, your DNA sequencing. But I, I, I feel like that's just like, that's baby stuff. That's like kindergarten. Like there's gotta be some sort of like nanobot thing that can go in there and literally change individual well, they, sequencing strands and he was I mean, already talking about that that was no, so they were super talking. small yeah they were like that but that's like but the thing is that's is like how happening. do you know what it does like we don't really know what our coding is like yet. i don't know i don't know that's true and also that's true they don't really know maybe they're not even though they think they know like a certain extent and they that's don't really what know. concerns me about things like crispr or anything like like vaccines that use the mrna thing is it's just like like, I don't feel like, like, you know, enough. Well, I feel like it's like a coder, like that's going in to do binary code or whatever. And they're just right. like, oh, look, if you put some zeros and some ones, like some stuff happens, look, oh, do this and this. Well, like, I don't feel like they really understand the entire, what it all does. So, I, I mean, maybe they know way more than they let on to us. I'm sure they do. But uh, I also think that it's a, a way to get messed up too pretty quickly. Oh, well, I think so too. But I also think that maybe they are doing that because- Yeah, they don't mind testing on us. Well, they don't. It's really a, a giant experiment and it's like a playground really because it, it's, a, it's a genetic engineering playground for people to, to do that. It's like, okay, well, let's see what the short and long-term effects of it is. And they already talked about going in and being able to like- kill a person basically he said that you could he, he if i understand if i remember correctly do you remember yeah. this he said like you can just go in and like kill a person through their cells basically like target a person yeah like you, you just can, target can, an individual they can almost like it's like it's like a remote machinery or remote like yeah it's a remote so i'm just trying to understand what that is and how how we can help ourselves like how we can prevent it oh it's